Evolutionary.org presents the Underground Radio Podcast with your host, Rick Rock and Hardcore Steve. Prepare for the show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Ricky V. And today you're listening to episode number 13, lucky 13, of the Evolutionary Underground podcast and uh with me is my buddy steve schmee steve say hi to the people steve steve smith in the house what's up smith so today uh <laughs> he's steve smith steve schmee and uh mr uh mr smith uh let's get talking a little bit today about uh some of these good good anabolics that we can use this time of year um really what's uh you know we're that static kind of uh stage of the of the year where we're just trying to look the best we can look uh with our shirt off we really just want to look good for the for the summer man for this ladies out there uh whether it be just girls you're meeting at the beach or or some barbecue for the first time or whether it's your old lady your wife you know a lot of guys we we forget we forget to to keep looking good and and keep looking chiseled for our significant other and that That'll create some problems down the line. So, uh, Mr. Uh, Smith, you tell us, what do you think? What, what would, if you had to uh, pick a good uh, anabolic, good steroid, um, maybe toss out a brand name, you know, something that we know guys are using that's legit. What do you think would be the, one of the first ones or best ones to use that has some good immediate result in our physique today? What do you think? Well, Janez, a farmer mastermind, one of my favorites, and really a mandatory steroid. If you are a guy who wants to look good for the beach, get that beach body going. If you're a guy who's competing competitors at the highest level, whether you're at the lowest level, just doing a regional show that you found out about at your gym, just for fun, you know, a $15, $20 per ticket at a high school stage, you know, or you're a professional at the highest level. These guys are using Masteron. And Masteron is a great steroid for this type of thing because it's a hardener. It's a straight DHT, dihydrotestosterone derivative, pure DHT, as pure as you can find. And basically, it's going to do some things in the body when you inject it. It's going to harden you up like a rock. Uh, when I was taking Masteron, I can remember I went and got a massage done. Uh, I, know, I know, Rick, you're big into uh, massage therapy, you know? And I went and got a massage, a massage done. And the massage therapist was like, damn, Steve, Mr. Smith, you are hard as a rock. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's probably why uh, I'm in so much, you know. You so hard, me so horny. Me love you long times, Mr. Steve. They, they, you know, they, they, <laughs> let me tell you something. Masteron made my muscles like a rock. But here's the thing with Masteron, though. You know, I'm not going to mislead people here. I'm not going to mislead people. That's not, that's not what this podcast is all about. This is not what underground is all about. I'm going to be upfront with you. If you don't have any muscle to harden, you're wasting your time. And if you, you're not at least under 11% body fat, maybe 12% body fat, then you're wasting your time because you ain't going to harden fat. So give me two things. Give me a body that's got muscle on the frame and give me under 11 or 12% body fat. And if you fit those two models, the master on is the one that to get. And I've seen some guys on the forum, especially lately coming on the forum. There's some guys who are eight, 9% body fat and they've never used steroids before. And they want to get ripped for the summer. They want to get shredded. They want to get hard. And one of the best steroids they can run is master on for that reason. So master on does all, all those things. It also does something, Rick, that a lot not nobody knows about. None of the gurus out there even talk about. You know what that is? That's binding to SHBG, sex hormone binding globulin. And it does it pretty damn well. And what that's going to do is that's going to increase your free testosterone ratio in the body. That's also going to help the other steroids in your stack work even better. So let me tell you something. Masteron is a steroid that you should be messing around with. If you're looking for that beach body and you're looking to be lean, 
Masteron is one you definitely want to mess around with. Rick, what do you think? Now, uh, the quality of this stuff is, is important, Steve. You know, coming down to summer, man, we're already here. You can't be ordering some stuff as, and it's not what you're paying for. What do you, what do you think people should be getting as far as Masteron? What are some decent brands out there that, that you could just, just not go wrong with? If, obviously, if you get it from the right source. You can't, you can't be Janez, a former GP brand. That's, that's the, one of the top brands in the world. Reputation is excellent. And, um, you know, you're getting correctly dosed product when you, when you, when you take that. So that's the brand I, I trust. That's the brand that I recommend to my clients. And that's the brand that I vouch for. So that's the brand that I, that I take. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna see any reason why you shouldn't, if you have access to Geneza, I don't see any reason why you would try another brand. Um, grab the Geneza. If you have access to it, go ahead and grab it. Top, top shelf gear right there. What I like about Mastron is how it quickly affects the way you look. Flushes you out and hardens you up pretty darn good, pretty, pretty quickly on. It's one of those that has those real kind of fast effects. On the other side of the spectrum, you know, Diana Bowl. Reminds me of Dianabol, just how quickly it works and how quickly it changes the way your body looks. It does it pretty, pretty instantaneously. <laughs> it does it pretty quickly. Uh, one of the things uh, uh, that we that came up on the podcast when we had uh, Mr. Nelson Montana on there, you, you love Nelson, uh, Steve, and all his information. He, I don't know if you remember, he told us that Masteron, once you get off of it, uh, most of those great effects were gone. You know, that hardening, that that kind of really tight, tight skin, that flushing, it's kind of gone once you get off of the Mastron. And he's not the first one I've heard it from either. And like you said, Steve, you before you harden anything up, you've, you've got to have something under there. You know, before you can harden up your physique, you, you've got to already have some muscle mass under there that you can harden up right so definitely having a good baseline of of muscle having worked your ass off in the gym for uh for years before stacking on the mastron is definitely going to go a long way with you and um i really wouldn't i really wouldn't put in anything like a the ball of testosterone or any of these water retention steroids along with the mastron i really wouldn't i would just i would just double down on the aesthetics Another great steroid for aesthetics to go along with Masteron is Winstrol. Winstrol and Masteron are deep. I mean, it's a good combination. Get, we'll get you nice, dry, flushed out. Anavar too. Anavar is great for aesthetics. Steve and I did a, a nice long podcast on uh, a different stacks with different amounts of steroids that you can use. And uh, Masteron, Winstrol, Anavar, uh, those were among the top steroids and that makes that we discussed. So definitely adding a little something like just a, just a tiny bit of animal, a tiny bit of winster along with Mastron will make it rock. Now, if you also wanted to add just a tiny bit, guys, and don't overdo it, tiny bit of trambolone. Not a lot, 100, 200 megs a week tops. I mean, just right along with that Mastron, it'll definitely go a long way in helping you achieve that really hard look, you know, tremble on hardens you up pretty darn good, pretty darn effective at hardening up your body. So make sure you make sure you do that. Make sure you stack that and really add it in, you know, put, put, put it in. Um, a good stack could just be Anavar, Mastron, and, and Trambolone. Just those three, and damn, you're in for some good, good cutting. You're going to be looking good, feeling great. I think it's definitely a really good kind of stack to go with it. Uh, things you got to be careful with, Mastron. Well, yeah, make sure you're, you're drinking enough. It will flush you out. But if you uh, are drinking enough water, staying hydrated, uh, you won't have to worry about dehydration. And look, if you're going up to a competition, going up to a photo shoot, going out to anything important, and you need to... Uh, stay dry, then yeah, maybe cut back on the water a little bit. Hey, look, a lot of bodybuilders going up to the show will do 
some diuretics along with the Masteron to help them just get extra, extra dry. It's one of the reasons you see these guys up there looking ripped, you know, 3% body fat, 4% body fat at, at, you know, almost 300 pounds, right? So you can definitely use diuretics and other tricks of the trade to, to harden up on Masteron even further. Surely could. Or you can also just drink enough water to, and, and you're, you're, you'll keep the water in the right places on Mastron. It'll stay out from under your skin. It'll keep your, your muscles uh, pretty plump and your other organs uh, pretty good. But yeah, Mastron will tend to dry you up. If you're using it with Winstrol, then you got to really be, really be careful uh, with those injuries. Make sure you're not getting hurt. Uh, make sure you nice control rep speed, no matter how strong you think you are. Just, just nice control rep speed, no matter how strong you think you're feeling being on those two. Rep, rep speed, controlling it, making sure you don't get hurt. That's a good way to go. Um, now, before we move on to the next uh, steroid here, Steve, uh, what suggestions do you have for the people out there that are looking to maybe stack Masteron and with, with the rest of their stuff? So first of all, with Masteron, historically, there's only, only been Masteron propanate. And that's, that's what medically was used. But because of underground labs and the demand for Masteron, they also came up with a Masteron enanthate. So those are your two options. The only difference between the two would be the ester. You got a propanate ester versus enanthate ester. So enanthate ester is going to be about 10 to 12 days, call it 11. The propanate ester, propanate ester is going to be about four days, maybe three and a half. So with the propanate, propanate ester, every day or every other day, injection is completely fine. With NFA ester once or twice a week, completely fine. Now, in terms of dosing, if you're running a bunch of stuff and you just want to add a little icing on the cake, look, there's nothing wrong with just doing 200 milligrams, 250 milligrams a week. That would be the minimum. If you want to get more of a pronounced effect, guys are going to four, five, even 600 milligrams a week. And then the pros, you know, who are doing competitions and stuff, who really, really, really want to harden up like crazy. They'll go even higher. They'll go a gram or more. So those are the dosages of, of Masteron to consider. And at the end of the day, it's very important. Um, if you just use Masteron by itself, you're really not going to have anything going for you except some hardening and, and some very, very minimal effects, right, in the gym. So it really does need to be stacked. It's one of those steroids. You cannot run it solo and get yourself anywhere. It's got to be run with something else. So some of the better steroids to run it with are some of the, the more versatile steroids, you know, the Tremblones of the world stacks very well with Masteron. Testosterone stacks very well with Masteron. <clears throat> Primo is also a DHT derivative. If you're just going to run Primo and Masteron, it's not something I recommend. Equipoise would be a far better option. If you wanted to run just one other thing with Masteron that wasn't, Trenbolone or testosterone, you don't want to deal with the aromatization of the testosterone. You could do equipoise. In fact, we've seen uh, some competitors who have passed away, we've seen their autopsy, what steroids were in their system. We've seen that they've had Masteron and equipoise in their system. So that is definitely, those two are definitely something that physique competitors are definitely using. They're messing around with. And, um, you know, th th those would be options for you. Of course, when it comes to orals, something like Anavar, you could stack it with Masteron, but you'd also have to stack something else too to get a good synergy effect. Just stacking the Masteron with Anavar doesn't make much sense. They both do similar things in, in, in the body and you're really not going to have, you're not really going to, you're going to miss out on a lot of the potential with Masteron. But look, with Trembolone and Masteron, they're like peanut butter and jelly. A lot of guys who do recomps, they'll run trembolone acetate, masterone propanate, short esters, and they can completely transform their body in eight weeks, just in eight weeks on those two steroids alone. That's it. So one of the best steroids out there is definitely trembolone, but you need experience to use trembolone. And we have talked about trembolone quite a bit in prior podcasts. So did we miss anything else on Masteron, Rick, or uh, are we ready to move on? Uh, I think we're ready to move on. And, and uh, 
the next steroid that I think is really uh, a good one for cutting, and a lot of people just don't realize it, don't understand it, don't, don't see it, is testosterone. <clears throat> because it does aromatize, and if you use enough of it, or if you get some uh, conversion estrogen, it's going to make you a little bit watery. Some people think you just can't use testosterone to cut, and you really can. Just don't use too much. Or if you're using it during cutting, make sure to add some aromacin to the mix. Aromacin, arimistane, which you can still find over the counter in many places. Arimistane would be a great one to cut with. So make sure that you're getting good quality testosterone. That's the main thing. Get something good quality. Like Steve mentioned, Geneza, great brand. Uh, as long as you're getting it from the approved source, uh, you're going to be doing well. And word of warning, we've said it several times in the podcast before, make sure that you're shopping from an approved, legitimate source for this anabolic. You don't want to get some spoofed website that's not the real deal. And then you end up sending money away and never getting anything. So make sure before you order, you head over to the forums, either elitefitness.com or evolutionary.org and get yourself situated with the right peoples, the right guys that are going to be providing the right things that you're looking for, you know, just to put it that way. But testosterone, man, testosterone, testosterone, testosterone. You can cut on testosterone. You could use a little bit of aromacin with it to keep it from converting to estrogen. So you have real, just really high levels of testosterone. And then just go to town on your training and on your dieting make sure your diet and your training is on point your diet and your training is where it needs to be you're in a caloric deficit taking sets to failure you know really really putting it in you know really putting in the time and the energy into the gym you know really going hard as long as you're doing that you'll be you'll be good but definitely use a little bit of aromas in if you're going over three four five hundred uh, because there might be a little bit of water retention and you just won't, won't look as good. Now, listen, if you're in a caloric deficit and you're on high levels of testosterone, even if you get a little bit of water retention, you're still cutting under that water. Your skin, your body fat is still melting away under that water because of the caloric deficit. And obviously the testosterone is, is there to make sure that your body's not going to cannibalize on your stored energy in your muscles um, and you'll be burning body fat. So if you're really going for that aesthetic look, if you really need to look a certain way by a certain date, testosterone and a little bit of a good, good something to keep the testosterone from aromatizing. Also, going back to the first steroid we mentioned in this podcast, which is Mastron, you can still hit Mastron along with testosterone. You can do 250 megs of testosterone a week and 250 300 of masteron a week that's a decent that's a decent stack and if you're still getting some water retention with that uh, then you could drop a little bit of aromacin on top of that but listen two three hundred milligrams of 400 milligrams of masteron a week along with 250 mix of test a week test and that they sipionate it's a good good stack and what's really going to determine guys we said it before if you are cutting or not, is that caloric deficit? Are you on a caloric deficit? You know, are you grinding it out? What's going to determine if you keep your muscle mass? Yes, the steroids will help so that internally, your body chemistry, you're going to be burning fat for energy, not catabolizing, not cannibalizing your gains for energy, right? But at the end of the day, you still have to uh, stimulate that muscle to grow. You still have to create growth and stimulation in that muscle with the training you still have to signal that muscle and let it know we need you don't melt away we're working out your muscle doesn't know if you're doing it in the gym for vanity or for survival hold your body knows says hey we're in a caloric deficit we have high levels of androgens and we're being we're being asked to perform every day muscles so what do, what do, what do we do here burn the store body fat strengthen the muscle so that we can perform we're doing this for survival. Survival is at the other end of this thing. And that's the kind of environment, that's the kind of response you want to create in your body. 
So definitely, man, making sure to hit the gym hard, immunocaloric deficit, testosterone will get you there. Do not think that testosterone is, can only be used for bulk, you know, can only be used for TRT or canal. Um, testosterone really is one of, if not the strongest steroid out there. One of. Milligram per milligram? I mean, milligram per milligram is one of the strongest ones, if you think about it, right? Uh, the effects that it could have at 500 milligrams a week versus the effects you get on some of the other stuff. And, and yeah, some of it is more, and the other one more aesthetic, better, better performance, you know, you get joint health from DECA, different extra additional pluses that you can get from it. But at the end of the day, testosterone is, is the main hormone. It's the one we were, we were all born with. It's the one that we all have. So I'm going to throw testosterone out there just because it's versatile, just because you can use a bulking cutting. You could use a little testosterone, Mastron, and trend. Testosterone, Mastron, and Winstro. Testosterone, Mastron, and Anavar. You could use pretty much testosterone in anything, cutting a bulking. And yes, again, if you are cutting and you use enough testosterone and you don't have a good anti-estrogen protocol, there might be a little bit of water retention. But not to worry, you're, you're still getting lean under that water. It's just the way it is. But if you can uh, lower testosterone somewhat, maybe using something like Rimistane, then uh, you're good to go, man. Uh, what do you think, Steve? What you got going on? Yeah, so you definitely don't want to be on testosterone, like going into like a photo shoot or a competition or something. So what competitors will do, if they do use testosterone, they'll definitely cut it off. So let's say you're going on your vacation late July, right? So you're going to run your cycle ahead of it. And as you get closer to that date, you definitely want to stop, cut off the testosterone before you want to be walking the beach and looking your best on vacation. So I hope that makes sense. So you definitely don't want testosterone in your system, in other words. So there's four, you know, many different testosterone, Geneza Pharma, again, testosterone, you want to make sure your testosterone is properly dosed. If it's overdosed, it could screw you up. If it's underdosed, it can most definitely screw you up. So you want to make sure it's dosed correctly. So who you use is very, very important. Again, Geneza Pharma, they have correctly dosed testosterone confirmed by blood work. And thousands and thousands of guys have used it with success. So there's several different types of testosterone that you can buy. There's Sustanon slash Omnidrin which is a blend of four, four testosterone esters, mostly long esters. Then you have testosterone enanthate slash sipinate. Now, these are the most common used esters, at least in the United States. And these, they have a half-life of between 10 to 12 days. So you can inject that type of testosterone, sipinate or enanthate, once or twice a week, you'd be completely fine. The Sussanon Omnidrent for our friends in Europe, that is more popular in Europe, especially in, um, in Britain, for example, they love Sussanon. In East Europe, they call it Omnidron, even though it's the same blend of four esters. And with that one, you can get away with injecting that once every two weeks. It's got ex mostly made up of extremely long esters. Very tiny amount of testosterone propanate is included in it. So, and that is the other testosterone that is also popular, testosterone propanate, as I mentioned. And testosterone propanate has a short ester, three and a half to four days. And that one you want to be injecting every day or every other day. Or you can get away with injecting it three times a week. Uh, but you definitely want to be injecting at least three times a week so you get some more balanced uh, levels. So if you don't mind injecting, you can go with that testosterone propionate. If you want something that's going to be in and out of your system quicker, you can go with testosterone propionate. But for most of you out there, the two most popular steroids, and there was a poll done on this, and uh, we know it's testosterone sipinate and testosterone enanthate. So those are the two most popular steroids. And why is that? Why are those the two most popular testosterone out there? I think it has a lot to do with you don't have to inject it very often. And also the injections are very smooth. So you're not going to get post-injection pain. With propanate, you're going to get test 
uh, you're going to get some post-injection pain, possibly. It just depends on how sensitive you are to it. I'm very sensitive to post-injection pain. So for me, using testosterone propionate is going to be out of the question. I like to be comfortable. When I sleep, I like to be comfortable. When I'm sitting, I like to be comfortable. I don't want to feel two, three days after I inject pain. So I prefer testosterone sipinate or testosterone enthate all day. Uh, those are my favorites. So in terms of dosing, again, um, it depends on what level you're at. Some of you guys who are using testosterone for testosterone replacement therapy, hormone replacement therapy, you may only use 90 milligrams, 100 milligrams, up to 125 milligrams a week. And then there's sports TRT, which is a concept which is controversial, and it's, uh, it's a debate for another day. But with sports TRT, guys are running 150 to 250 milligrams a week. I've seen even 300 milligrams a week with sports TRT. Again, very controversial, not something I recommend personally to do that type of dosage long term because of the health consequences. Now, in terms of using it in cycle, testosterone, 300, 400, 500 seems to be the more average dose of testosterone. And then the more serious guys, the guys on our forum, like Monstro, your buddy, a body monster, your buddy, Rick, um, on our forums, they, these guys are hardcore. These guys are going to run a thousand 1500, even 2000 milligrams a week, which is insane to me, but to them, these guys are absolute beasts. You know, these are the, these are the guys that, you know, uh, in the gym, these are, these are, these are the big, big meatheads that you see in the gyms, you know, uh, driving, you know, those big trucks with the big wheels, you know, they, they show up, these guys are not scared of anything. You know, they, they're not scared to abuse steroids. So they'll run those types of dosages. But the average dosage of testosterone is going to be 500. And, um, you know, in my recommendation, Brick may disagree with this. My recommendation, like I said, if you're going to run testosterone, you want to stop it. You want to stop it ahead of time and give it a chance to be out of your system. That's why a lot of competitors, Rick, they'll use the propanate version of testosterone. And that will... That will speed up the process where it's out of your system quicker because it's just a shorter half-life. So with sipinate or enanthate, it's going to take 50, 60 days to be out of your system. With the propanate, it's going to take about 20 to 25 days to be out of your system. So if your beach vacation is three weeks from now, you can pretty much prepare to do your last one or two injections in the next couple of days. And you'll know by the time you hit that vacation, it'll be out of your system and it won't be causing the side effect that you don't want when you're trying to shred down. And that's water retention and having watery muscles. So that's the disadvantage of using testosterone and why testosterone isn't such a good steroid for cutting with a lot of people, but you can do it like Rick said, and then just stop it and then let it be out of your system. And then that's when the water retention will come out, get flushed out, and then you'll be able to see the cuts to your muscles and you can stick to the things like Masteron and Winstrol and Trend and Anavar and those that will give you that sculpture-like physique, which is what those of you listening to this podcast are trying to get. This isn't a bulking podcast member. We're not doing bulking on this episode. We're doing, we're doing the cutting. We want, we're doing the beach body. Anything else you want to add, Rick? Did I miss anything? Fasting, guys. Fasting, fasting, fasting. Uh, it's the best I found after all these years of doing this thing. It's the best diet I found for, for us guys just trying to look good with our shirt off. If you're just a massive bodybuilder, you've got just tons of muscle on you. Yeah, the six meals a day with the with the low carb, all well, that stuff might just work for you. That that might just be that that might get you there, and you might need to do that to maintain all that huge mass. But if you're a regular guy and just got some decent muscle on, but you, you're just regular dude, you know, you're not into competitions, you're not stupid weight, a lot of weight above what your genetic potential could, could, could give you, then 
fasting, 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 fasting. If you're a fat guy, 20% body fat, you know, above, you know, uh, high teens and percent body fat, and you want a diet that's going to suck the skin in, fasting. Fasting will help the skin get sucked in. You know, fasting will help the skin get sucked in pretty good. It, it's, it's, been, it's been pretty well proven. There's a process that creates it, autophagy, where your body starts to take in and cells that aren't really necessary and, and breaks them down, everything in them, from the water to the protein to everything, those cells get broken down and reutilized in other places. And as you're losing weight, the skin cells, some of the skin cells begin to hang and some of the skin begins to hang. It's no longer necessary. It's not tight anymore. If you want your body to reel that skin in, if you want your body to take that skin, reel it back in, give you that tight, tight look, fasting, guys, fasting, fasting, fasting. Um, start just eating in, in a four to six hour window. You know, that's, a, that, that's the, that's where you should get all your calories from. If you're just trying to really just look good with your shirt off, get your workouts in. And then every month or so, just uh, do two, three day water fast. If you can later step it up to maybe, uh, maybe two, three day dry fast, it's even more effective. And what that's going to do is it's going to help your body heal in a lot of different ways. This has already been proven. There's a, there's a Nobel price uh because of research on fasting and is going to reel the skin in it's going to make the skin tighter when you drop body fat on a caloric deficit of vegetables and chicken breast your body's getting enough protein to repair organs might not be getting enough calories to to maintain fat and so you're going to lose some body fat but your body's getting enough protein to essential and good proteins to actually repair organs but when you fast when you go a couple of days just on, on water fasting, your body's not getting anything, but the organs in your body still working and they still need repair. They still need that protein. And so your body's going to get it from somewhere. Where's the best place to get it from? Skin. Once you start dropping down that body fat and the skin begins to hang the skin and you want that skin to get sucked in. Now, realistically, how much can the skin suck in really realistically? It depends on where you start off, man. If you're really, really fat, and you drop body fat just on low, low, cows, low calories, but you didn't fast that out, chances are you're going to have a good bit of skin hanging. Two, three, four, five day water fast at a time. Then come back. Your muscles will look a little bit flat during that time. I mean, they will. Your muscles will look a little bit flat during that time because they're going to spend all of the stored energy. The muscle itself is going to spend it. Doesn't get released back into the body, guys. Done some research on this. The, the, the calories that make it into your, your muscle cells aren't, aren't like re-released out into the body to be utilized when, when you're in a caloric deficit. No, your muscles just use it. And then since there isn't an abundance of energy in the, in the bloodstream, your muscle cells are not going to get full again until there's ample energy in the bloodstream. The energy that gets released from your fat cells will get burnt and used by other organs as well as your muscle cells. Your muscle cells will take in enough energy to, to do their function, to contract and, and do what muscle cells do, which is contract, move everywhere from your heart to your bicep, muscle cells contract and move. When you put them under stress with training, obviously walls get thicker, they get thicker so that they can contract harder. Okay. And as you, uh, as you have ample energy and, you know, you can even carb load, carb load them, then they will get bigger and thicker, filled in, filled up with energy. Now, as you get on a caloric deficit, that energy begins to be used up by the muscle cell for its own functions. It won't overfill with energy again. It won't look super plump the way it does on a carb loader when you're normal. It'll, it'll, it'll store less energy, but it'll always be drawing energy from the bloodstream. As a matter of fact, I personally believe that although the cell doesn't fill with surplus energy, the walls are still going to, to demand to, to, to get thicker and stronger because of, the, of your weightlifting demands. You might actually be making some progress, making a little bit of, a, of muscle gain progress uh, while fasting, but you just won't see it because until the muscle cell gets filled up again, with energy, when there's ample energy, you, you won't see it, but you won't, you won't really be losing muscle mass guys. Don't think that because you're fasting a couple of days and, and you look a, a little bit flat because the muscles are no, are no longer storing a, a ton of fucking energy 
that you somehow lost gains. You really didn't. You lost some of the temporary kind of puffy gains, but you are going to build and make those really hard, long-lasting, thick wall gains, which is the ones you really want, the ones you're really trying to hold on for, what you're really trying to strive for. So don't be scared of adding a little bit of fasting. Steve and I uh, did a couple of uh, really good fasting episodes. And to Sling, guys, go to N, the number two, Sling, S-L-I-N.com. Go to N2Sling.com, guys. Best product, best one to take along with your cycle, your cutting cycle. It just, it, 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 it sort of inhibits the way that insulin pushes energy into your fat cells. And it also in, uh, enhances the insulin sensitivity of the muscle. So it enhances the way that your muscle cells receive the signal from insulin to, to fill up with energy. It's a great product to just shift the tables on your fat loss and just shift the tables on your whole a weight loss program. Great, great, awesome product, which I think every one of you guys out there should be using, should be trying. Uh, it's definitely a great, great uh, way to, uh, to lose body fat, guys. And fasting, you know, at the end of the day, caloric deficit. The steroids are, are great because they help you hold on to that muscle mass, unnaturally hold on to muscle mass while you're trying to lower body fat. But you know, really, at the end of the day, the caloric deficit is it. You got any other tips on fasting there uh, there for people, Steve, especially fasting on steroids? So here, here's why you don't lose muscle when you fast. A lot, a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of meatheads don't understand that concept. They think that if you fast, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my muscle. So here's the thing. Muscle tissue itself, you will actually preserve it when you fast because the body is going to attack those glycogen stores, they're going to fact attack those fat cells when you are in a fast. It's just like the ketogenic diet. You know, people who do keto, um, a lot of bodybuilders have done keto with amazing success because by putting yourself into keto, you know, ketosis, you're actually putting your body into fat loss mode. You're not putting your body into muscle loss mode. So your body retains the muscle tissue that's just a naturally instinctive thing that happens. And if it wasn't the case, like our ancestors would have walked around obese. If you lost muscle and didn't lose fat, then our ancestors would walk around obese. No, it's not the case. You can look at countries around the world that have human, humanitarian crisis, you know, and they don't have much food. These people aren't obese. These people are very, very lean. They're very, very skinny. So once you drop to a, a starvation body fat level, say 2%, then your body will start attacking your muscle stores. So unless you're, you're under 3% body fat, you don't have to worry about ever losing muscle when you're fasting. It goes against nature. Anyone who, who would ever tell you that you lose muscle fasting, they, they, they don't know anything about nutrition. They're not as plump. But they, the, the muscle cells just don't store a ton of yeah. energy. But They're the confusing the hardness water. of the yeah. wall system. Yeah. Yep. So, so I'll give you an example. When I did a long fast, I took pictures. My muscles were flat, 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 flat. They got flatter and flatter and flatter. And then once I broke my fast and then started eating, my muscle glycogen stores started filling back up. If you're doing a long fast, like a long fast, like over five days, it may take a couple of days for that process to finish. And then you're like, holy shit. You can tell that if you look at pictures of me or you look at other pictures of people or you do it yourself, you'll know, oh my gosh, I didn't lose any muscle, but I lost a hell of a lot of fat in that process because those, 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 uh, water, those, that water starts filling back up in, in your muscles. So that's when you'll know, but when you're right, when, you know, during your fast, you're, you're going to lose, it's going to look like, oh my God, I'm losing muscle. I'm losing muscle, but you're not, you're just getting flatter. Your muscles are getting flatter, but it's not actual muscle tissue that you're losing. So you don't have to worry about losing muscle tissue. So fasting, look, the bottom line is, as Rick was saying, fasting is a weapon. And if you're not doing fasting, then you're missing out. Um, Mr. Olympia champion, Big Rami, he does a, a fast once a year for one month. He practices for his religion. It's his culture. It's his religion. It's something called Ramadan that I don't know, one or two billion people in the world practice Ramadan. And it's something that they do. Um, and it's 
Buddhists practice Jewish practice, Catholics practice fasting. There's all kinds of religions around the world, Hindus that practice different types of fasting. So it's been going around since the beginning of time. And the reason people do it, whether you're a bodybuilder or, or you just are a general athlete is it's the health benefits, but also the fat loss benefits. And really fasting is a weapon. Um, it's a healthy way to lose fat. So you know, if you can combine, um, you know, we, we talk about steroids on this podcast for a reason, because it's a weapon. Ster- Anamog steroids are a weapon that we, we utilize. So really, if you don't know much about fasting, then definitely look into it. Look into it, guys. And um, it's, it's really a weapon that you should be taking advantage of. All right. So why don't we move on to Anavar? Rick, you want to start us off with a little information on Anavar? Yeah, Anavar is a great, great steroid for cutting. It's one of the most popular newbie steroids out there because Anavar really doesn't seem, or people at least don't think, has a lot of side effects. Yes, it is very liver toxic, so you need to be taking your N2 guard with it along with every cycle. Also, it'll mess with your lipid profiles quite a bit. So again, you want to use some N2 guard with your Anavar. And yeah, the, the side effects that Anabar does have, they're, they're not very noticeable, but very profound. A lot of guys will do their Anabar run and think they're fine, think they didn't, that it didn't affect their body, but it really kind of sort of did. So you want to make sure to really, um, when you're using Anabar, to really be careful and take the other steroids. I'm sorry, I should say to take ancillaries along with your Anabar. And you can also take other steroids to enhance the powers of Anavar. So Anavar by itself, be a regular dude, just, just using a little bit of Anavar. I did a uh, four, five week Anavar run, four to five week Anavar run, which uh, I explained in a booklet. I decided to hold off on publishing the booklet because I wanted to do a second one and add some additional information to this one that I didn't have the first time. The first time it happened sort of by an accident. So uh, I created the Anavar book com website when you go to anavarbook.com you'll be you'll be led to the facebook group haven't really done a whole lot of promotion with it haven't really uh, pumped it a whole lot just yet because i wanted to do another anavar run and really put my results together and really have more information so in the booklet now instead of it just being just one course that i did for for a few weeks now it's really going to be a nice long anavar course that you guys are going to be able to see how I, I recreated the same results uh, just a couple of years apart uh, the with Anavar. And yeah, Anavar, man, for aesthetics is one of the better steroids out there. It's really newbies like Anavar better than Mastron because it's oral. So you don't have to go through uh, having to learn how to give yourself shots. And I think the, the effects can be a bit longer lasting on Anavar than on, on Mastron. Mastron works pretty quickly, makes you look pretty darn good, pretty fast. I wouldn't uh, rely on Mastron to really give me any real long-lasting muscle gains, but you can gain some good muscle mass on Anavar a little bit that you can keep. On top of that, Anavar is great also at helping you maintain the muscle mass you do have while you're on a caloric deficit. Oh, another good steroid that goes well with Anavar is Primobolin. Primobolin is a great, great steroid to go along with Anavar. Uh, Primobolin, uh, a lot of uh, us bros out there uh, that have been juicing for 20 years, we all kind of know Primobolin as being that one steroid that will help you make muscle mass gains while in a caloric deficit. While you're trying to drop the body fat and you're, you're cutting back on your calories, the, uh, the Mastron will actually help you. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Lost my train of thought there. The um the primobolin, because I'm talking about it going along with Anabar, the primobolin will actually help you get some muscle gains. It's the only one that we've really known to do that. You know, besides taking other steroids and stacking them with, <laughs> with GH and, and insulin and other some of these other things, really, when it comes to just losing body fat while gaining muscle mass, primobolin. Is the one primobolin is the truth to go along with Anavar. 50 milligrams a day of Anavar is about good for any man out there. I've seen guys do as much as 100 milligrams a week. I've seen dude, do, dudes do as little as 30 milligrams. Females, women can do as little as five milligrams a day. Smart to as much as 30. 
that is the range that I've seen women do. Anavar and men really any less than 30, probably not really what you're looking for. And, and any more than a hundred, you're kind of beating your liver up senselessly at that point. However, I've seen competitors going up to competition that are being coached by guys that know their shit and they have them on Anavar for eight weeks at hundred milligrams going up at last two weeks going to competition. You know, it's just what I've seen out there. And I'm sure those guys are using N2Guard. Not many top-level guys use N2Guard. They just never talk about it because I don't pay them to talk about it. Well, look, they won't even discuss their steroid use. So definitely not going to discuss their ancillary products for the steroid use. But take, take, they, they'll take as much as 100 milligrams for eight weeks. I've seen these out there. Not even on top-level guys, bro. Like really just kind of regional show competitors, you know, regional show kind of also ran kind of guys. They'll slam on that Anabar uh, along with Winstrel sometimes. Sometimes I've seen it do 50-50 Anabar, 50-50 Winstrel, 100 milligrams a day, eight weeks. Uh, there was one coach who had a girl on uh, 20 megs of Anabar, 20 megs of Winstrel, and 20 megs of oral, oral Prima Bolin going up to a show, which I thought was just too much for her and um, make sure to have her drop that down, that way down to uh, less than half of everything and just – really get her diet right and, and get her diet on point. And she made more progress that way because at the end of it all, guys, the steroids are only, are only going to enhance all the right things you're doing. If you're eating properly, if you're training hard, steroids are just going to make the results come by just that much quicker. If you're not eating right, if you're not doing all of the right things, then you, you don't, you can't expect much from them. And yes, we've all seen the studies where people that are not even training lose body fat and gain muscle mass just by raising the androgen levels, just by adding some TRT or adding some Anavar. We've seen the studies, they're out there. You know, that you gain a little muscle, lose a little body fat without doing anything, just from raising androgen levels. And we, we know that. And that, that's, that, hap, that sort of happens to us naturally. In our 20s, when we have high levels of testosterone, it's easier to stay leaner and it's easier to, to gain mass. As we get older, th- late 30s, 40s, 50s, then it's so much harder to stay leaner so much harder to gain muscle mass just because of the change in androgens. So when we are changing, raising our levels of androgens, uh, this is what we get. We're going to get some of this, uh, some of this additional growth. So just something for you guys to think about out there as far as Anavar goes. Um, quality of Anavar is also important. Anavar is one of the most faked steroids out there. I've always told you guys, Shop either from a pharmacy where you can get the stuff legit through doctor's prescription, or if you're going to shop on the ground, shop from a legit. I'm, I'm, these are very high underground, high level underground brands. A brand that's that's trying to guard their their brand that is and is trying to establish themselves as, as a top brand in the world and make sure you get legit products because now they're faking those products too. So something like Geneza Pharma. Uh, you're guaranteed that it's going to be good. It's going to be a good product. It's going to at least have what you're paying for. You know, the uh, when you get a top brand like that, although they are not particularly licensed everywhere, they are making their stuff in, in some licensed facilities that are just allowing them to, to make it there uh, under GM, what would be GMP for that particular country. They just make it for them. Uh, don't put it into that into into legal commerce in that country. They know it's going to be sent all over the world, and they make their stuff in legit places. So, making sure you get legitimate legitimate product that's the first step, guys. Make sure making sure you're getting good legitimate product because Anavar is one of the most faked steroids out there. They'll use Turinabol in its stead. They'll use something cheaper, something that is cheaper and easier to get instead of Anavar. And you won't know the difference. If you're just a regular user, you won't know the difference between a, a 10 milligram uh, Anavar pill or, or a four milligram Turinable pill. You just, you just won't know. You know, you just won't know. You, unless you go and test it, you will just think you're on something. So making sure to get a good legitimate brand um, that is under scrutiny. A lot of these brands are under heavy scrutiny. Competitors and people out there will send the stuff out and test it. Uh, just to just to bring them down if 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 their stuff is not legit so you make sure to chop chop from some of the top tier brands that are protecting their 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 name are protecting their um their prestige 
Go to EliteFitness.com. Go to Evolutionary.org. And uh, there you'll find what you're looking for. What do you think, Steve? Look, Anavar is a very interesting steroid because structurally, it's one of the only steroids out there that I know of that actually is structurally designed for fat loss. Uh, where you have some fat loss benefits and just the way they, they designed it, uh, just the way it affects your meta- metabolism, your body's metabolism, just the way it affects your, you know, water retention in your body. It's a DHC derivative does not aromatize into water. So it's a great steroid to use if you want to cut down. So, you know, for a male, most of you are going to get tremendous benefits. 30, 40, 50 milligrams, maybe up to 60 milligrams a day of it. But, you know, if you're an advanced user, if you're a more serious professional bodybuilder, they're going 100, 125. I, I remember a guy on the forums, old forums, this dude was ripped. I mean, he had an eight pack. I mean, he had a killer body. He had a body that anyone who's listening to this podcast and wants that beach body look would kill for it. This guy looked tremendous, and he would love running a bunch of Anavar. He would run over 100 milligrams a day of Anavar, and that's an abusive dose, but he he loved doing it, and um, he had some tremendous benefits from it. So Anavar is definitely something to add to a stack, and uh, it's worth every penny. It's an expensive steroid, but it's worth it, and if you get good, legitimate Anavar, it can completely redefine your physique. So, you know, I like to use uh, Anavar. Um, you know, historically, I've used it with trend for strength. But in this podcast, you know, we're talk- trying to get the beach body. So I think that a, a stack, if you include the Anavar with really anything, um, it stacks well with really anything. I just wouldn't stack it with another DHC derivative. I just think that you need a little bit of a little bit of a punch. Um, so maybe a little bit of trend or a little bit of testosterone or a little bit of equipoise, something like that, and then kind of let the Anavar do its trick. Or you could just run Anavar by itself for eight weeks and see where you can get with doing that. If your goals are just fat loss, how about just doing 50 milligrams a day for eight weeks and doing fasting, doing a lot of fasting during that eight weeks? And you can really transform your physique in that eight weeks. If you're really, really serious, if you're really, really serious, let's say you're, you're between 15 and 20% body fat. And you're like, I want to really get down to 10% body fat. You can do the Anavar for eight weeks and do some fasting. And then on your, in your eating windows, eat really, really healthy and have your diet on point. And you got a good chance of dropping down to 10% body fat. And being lean as hell, you know, with the help of Anavar. So give that a shot. You know, if you really, really want to try that, you want to transform your body in just short eight weeks, do it, you know? And um, that's that's where Anavar can pay off. Rick, what else you got? Look, uh, you can run a, a stack of the three steroids we spoke about today. Uh, Mastron, testosterone, and Anavar. I just talked about how maybe doing, you know, 400 megs of uh, Masteron, two to 300 megs of 400 megs of Masteron, two to 300 megs of testosterone, and then drop 50 megs a day of Anavar. It's a pretty aggressive cycle. Uh, you're up there around the one gram a week round. But man, if you can't get shredded on that, um, you won't get shredded on anything. So g- nice, tight, clean diet, put together just a Nice, tight, 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 clean diet. And then make sure to have and add proper amounts of the right supplements. Entuslin, and to burn. Entuslin and to burn is a great stack to go along with any of these steroids, any cycle of steroids. So make sure that you uh, put those together. And really, guys, uh, at their best, the steroids are going to help you so that you can maintain your muscle mass as you're cutting down calories. You know, even you'll maintain, maybe you gain a little bit of extra muscle mass as you're cutting down calories, just raising your caloric requirements every day. Make sure you do that. 
Okay, guys, nice caloric deficit. Uh, definitely uh, mindful of your insulin levels, insulin sensitivity. That's all really important. And uh, hit that. You guys hit that. I'm telling you, you're going to be really, really, really happy with your results and everything you're getting from these steroids. So um, with about five minutes left on today's show, I'm going to turn the mic over to my man, Steve. Um, Steve uh, has gone through a whole journey of trying different diets. And, and finally, he hit on fasting and, and it sort of changed his life. So um, Steve is always one of my uh, uh, fasting success stories that, that I like to um, think about. And I like to get to talk to the guy every day we do this podcast. So yeah, just Steve, you got like four minutes left on the clock. What, what do you got for people as far as, uh, as dieting and, and, and that goes to go along with the steroids? So really one of the easiest things you can do is just eat in a window. So you can, you can um, just pick a two to four hour window every day and just eat your meals in that, in that window and eat healthy, eat healthy, nutritious meals. Fruits and vegetables are your friends. Uh, we don't see enough people eating fruits. We actually had a barbecue. I hosted a barbecue over the weekend and I made a bunch of vegetables, uh, broccoli, spinach, uh, zucchini, and uh, steamed it. And um, nobody ate any vegetables. Nobody. They all wanted to eat steak and burgers. Nobody wanted to eat the vegetables. So, look, you got to eat your vegetables. You got to eat your fruits. These are, these are very important fiber, the fiber that you, that you get from it. Uh, it's, it's tremendous. Uh, the green vegetables, the vitamins, the minerals, and all the benefits of fruits and vegetables are tremendous in your diet. So you want to make sure, um, when it comes to your meats, fattier, fattier cuts of meats are your friends. You know, when you eat fat from an animal, you don't get that insulin spike when it comes to putting your body into fat storage mode. So if you're eating in a two to four hour deficit, your body won't be storing fat for most of the 24 hours in, in the day. Your body will, burn, will be burning fat. And that's what we want, right? We want our bodies to burn fat. And then as Rick mentioned earlier, do a 24-hour, do a 36-hour fast every now and then. And then when you're ready, try to shoot for a two, three, four-day fast. Take it one day at a time. If you feel good after three days, go to four days. If you feel good after four days, go to five days. Keep it going, you know? It gets easier. Um, the first two days of a fast, two, two and a half days of a fast are, are, are hard. And then once you pass, once you get the third, fourth day, it's easy. You go into ketosis and you just, you won't want to eat. So, you know, try that. You can't go wrong really um, with, with putting your body in a, in a situation where it's burning those fat cells. That's what we want to do. We want to burn. The idea is to burn the fat cells, right? So put your body in a situation where it's forced to use those fat cells for energy. And yes, exercise is important. Um, when you're fasting and you are exercising, your body has to type, tap into something for energy. So where it's going to pull that energy from is that excess storage of fat that's on your body that your body has never had to use before because you feed it all the time. You feed it all the time, it can just extract the energy from the food that you're feeding it. But if you're not giving it food, it's going to go and extract the energy from those fat stores that are on your body. So that's why you see, you know, in poor countries where they don't have much food, you don't see obesity. You don't see people dying of heart attacks at 55. I mean, it just it doesn't doesn't happen. People are dying from wars and they're dying from from you know infections and stuff like that, but they don't die from these obesity related problems that we have in, in the Western world. So you have to put yourself if you're, if you're carrying excess fat, you have to train your body to attack those fat stores for energy. So that's how you're gonna burn fat. And really anyone can do it. It doesn't matter your history. You could have been a you know chubby person you could be a skinny person it doesn't really matter you're you're always going to be in a situation where you can definitely uh, lose lose excess body fat all right
Well, I think we had a great show today. Uh, appreciate all you guys that listen to our show, listen to our work. Uh, Steve, thank you for doing these, this uh, show with me and helping me educate everyone. And uh, thank you. Have yourselves a good day. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys.